Starting super stuff, Lamites, Mezus Hashem. We're coming off of the Mishnah we discussed, a machlekes between Risi Eglili and Ria Kiva, that a Naira Shen is Arsa, that she does Averson and she gets divorced. Okay, then, <clears throat> and then the Inus happens. So we said, does she have a Knas or not? And who does the Knas? Rabbi Yesi Aglili said no, and Rabbi Kiva said yes, she gets a Knas. Who does the knas go to? We had two different versions. We had Rabbi Kiva in the Mishnah, which said the knas would go to her. Rabbi Kiva and Brisa, who said the knas would go to her father. So the Gemara is going to pick up um, really a new topic that we've had before. Um, we're six lines from the bottom. So let's say a guy is ma'anis, a girl, his ba'ala, and then she dies. So Potter, the Potter from paying the knas, and Emar is a pasuk says Venosa Abi Hanara. And you give the knas to the father of the Nara, Vladavi Mesa. She has to be a living, breathing Nara, not a Mesa. Now, this was a din, Psikta said by Abaye, Milsa the Pshita Leila Abaye, this was Pashat, Mibaya Leila Rava. So, whereas to Abaye, this was Pashat, to Rava, it was even a Shaila, Debaye Rava. Rava asked the following Shaila, Yesh Bagar Bekever, or Ain Bagar Bekever. Is there such a thing as Bagras after she dies, in this knas? Meaning, yesh bagar bekever udbna, so she becomes a begeres. A begeres, the knas would go to her, and therefore she would be marishet to her son. Okay, bna hava idilma in bagar bekever hava. Or do we say that maybe there is such a concept? The girl can turn and she become a begeres after she's died in the kever, and she would be a in bagar bekever that she cannot turn into a Bagaris, and therefore it would remain with the father. Now, just want to be clear. Abaya said that there is no Knaus after she dies. The Gemara is saying that there's a Shiloh according to Rava, whether this din of Abaya is true, that it's a Shiloh. This is not that Shiloh. This is a Shiloh in a similar regard. However, and Rashi points this out on Lama Tassabat Aleph. However, over here, if, if not... It's only because she became a bagaris. But if she didn't become a bagaris, right, then maybe we're saying that there's no knas on the tzad that she became a bagaris, and therefore it should go to her, not to the father. That's why there's no knas. It's a technicality. But if she did not become a bagaris, the way the shaila is being asked, then either way, either way, it sounds like the knas would be to the father. The whole question is bagar bakever or not. There will be, the Gemara is going to modify this Shiloh because we have some questions on it. And then later we're going to ask another Shiloh. Um, and in the later Shiloh, that's where one of the Tzadim are going to be like Abaya. But this one, again, Abaya said, if she dies, then there's no Knas. Here, if she dies, it seems like there is a Knas. There's a separate Shiloh that Rava had, which is, do we say, let's say she crossed over Bagaris after she had died. She aged. Is there a concept of aging and becoming a bagaris in the kever or not? Um, so just want to be clear there. And again, we'll point it out when we actually ask the Shiloh. Now, there is a question here Tesis brings in that how could we say, how could the Gemara have a tzad that yesh bagar bakever and it, the knas would go to her son? The Gemara is going to say later, we're going to have this later, that you can't be moirish knas. It's only after the Hamada Badin, when it turns into mamain, then you could pass it, the guy can pass it down to his son. But there's no concept of being moirish a knas. So, how is, does the Gemara have a tzad here that if there is Bagar Bekever, she becomes um, a Bagaris, the money would go to her, and she would then bequeath it. She would be moirish it to her son. 
So the few answers Tosus says we're talking about, but the Boishas and Pagam, that's Mama Naknas. Um, the Ramban brings down that he's, that all we mean is that he would be Ro'i to Yarshin her. However, since there is no concept of Yerusha by Knas, practically speaking, the son would not be Mayrushit, but what it would accomplish is that it would take it away from the father. And that's the point. Um, the Rabbit and Tesis' other answer over here says that it's just a Havamina, that Lamaskana, we really don't think in the Havamina, the Gemara thinks at this point, right? We're going to, like we haven't learned it yet, but at this point, the Gemara uh, is thinking that she would be able to, or there is a concept of Yerusha by Kanas, but later on, the Gemara is going to clarify that. Um, there is a, a fourth answer given, it's really Nachrenim. Um, discuss, discussing Rashi sheet over here. Um, and I'll just mention it really, really quickly, not to get uh, too far into it. Obviously, it's a more lumdish sort of answer. And that there's two concepts of Yerusha's Haben. There's the idea that there's a Teres Yerusha. Let's say, like, there's no son, somebody else would be Meirusha. So there's a Teres Yerusha, and the ben, the ben is the first one that's Meirusha. His son is the first one that's Meirusha that gets his father's stuff. Or there's also, but there's also a concept of ben kamtachas other that the father stands in in place, that the son stands in in place of the father. So he, he wants to want to answer in Rashi, and they use a few different Rashi's throughout the sugya to see that none of these other answers would really work. That Beteris Yerusha, you're right. There is no knas for Yerusha, but there is a knas for the concept of ben tachas aviv. Okay, that he can this knas of. Okay, so so therefore the son in this case, would step into the mother's shoes. Now, I, even though we see that, practically speaking, this knas cannot, um, that this, the father can't pass down this knas to his son, it's specifically the knas because it's the father. And learn, they learn it out of Xeris HaKosov, that it's specifically the father of Nara cannot pass a knas to his son, even if you want to say, Ben Kamtachas Aviv, that it's not from strictly Yerusha, it's this idea Right then, after the father dies, so the son's the one, the one making kiddush. He's a kamtachas aviv. He's the one that steps in. So, over here, where it belongs to the boss, so there is this still the same idea that the son steps in for the mother, even though it's not pure yerusha. And that's how you can kind of split that up and kind of deal with the idea that really there is no teres yerusha for knas, but there could be a, a concept of ben tachas aviv again that wouldn't work here. Um, in a normal situation, if the father would die because of Xerus Akasov, that would exclude him from being able to pass down the knas to his son. But over here, where we're saying on the tzad, we're saying Bagar Bekever would belong to her, maybe she would be able to pass it down. Okay, so Akapanam, let's, we still have problems with this. Again, so Abaya said that ain't Bagar Abaya said that, that if she dies, there's no knas at all. Rava seemed to have a question of Bagar Bekever or not, which he said is not. One of the one of the tzad yashayla is not like a baya, meaning in either tzad, if she wouldn't have become a bageres, then the father would have gotten the knas. But on that, we want to ask on, again if the if the if the bas was became a bageres in the kever, would you get a knas or not? Um, so we said frak the gemara, right? And what's the tzad that if she gets the knas, that will go to her son? Frak the gemara, one second, umiba abra, can the girl can the daughter become pregnant? We're talking about here what a katana or a naira. That's the following three women are allowed to, um, and that's why Rashi learns it that are allowed to be meshameshes b'meich. And Rashi shita is that what it means is they can put in a cloth or something contraceptive to prevent them from getting pregnant. They're allowed to put it in before the bia. That's Rashi shita. 
Why are they allowed to? So katana because she'll die, right, and then she won't have children. Muuberes, a pregnant girl, a pregnant woman, shematasa ubrasandal, because if she gets pregnant again, it'll squash the uber that she has. Menika, a girl that isn't a woman that's nursing, she's allowed to be because maybe she'll be forced. The new child will need the new uber that's created will need the nutrients, and she'll be forced to wean the existing child, and therefore she we. And that's a sakana for the existing child. Now, before we just continue over here, like I said, Rashi holds that we're talking about to put a cloth in before to prevent her getting pregnant. Uh, Taisus says that that's not going to be allowed at all. You're never allowed to do that because then you're causing the man to be matal zera al eitzim al vanim, that cannot have children. But rather, Taisus says that means we're talking about after the fact, that you can use a meich after to make sure that she won't get pregnant, um, because a woman does not have a din of ashchasa zera. Okay, now, really, that then would apply to anybody. So why would the Bryce here say shalash nashim? So this says that shalash nashim means that they have to. That they should, because otherwise we're afraid they're going to get pregnant. Okay, but really, any woman could. That's the rashi. And this is the meich before or after. Tesis would hold you cannot put a meich in before, because you can't do something that, that's going to prevent prevent um, her from getting pregnant before the bia, then the man's having a bia where can I become pregnant? And it's mechalik, well, how could you ever be Baal katano if she can't become pregnant? Um, but um, we've addressed that before. Now, let's go back to her over here. So what is a katano? From, from uh, <coughs> 12 Okay, that it goes from 11 in one day to 12 in one day. Mayor says, more or less than that amount of time before that or after that, she can be normally after that's not going to be a problem before she can become pregnant. What do the Chacham hold? That either way, the Katana can go ahead, any of these women can go ahead and have regular bia. Why? And don't worry, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will make sure that uh, they won't become pregnant. Hashem will watch out for these things. So they just have a machlik as whether or not you are whether you are allowed to or whether you should, right? However, you learn that machlik is Rashi and Taisis. However, either way, that's the machlik is Rameir and the Chacham. But we see that on the Tzad, like Rameir is saying, that either way, that um, a girl, a katana, cannot give birth. So how are we even having a tzad, yesh bagar bekever, and that she would be marisha to her son, that she would give it to her son? What do you mean? How could she have a son? Maybe she got pregnant when she was a nara and gave birth when she was a nara, but how long is naira? It's only six months. Can't she give birth within six months? Now, maybe you'll tell me, maybe it's not less than six months. Nairis could last for more than six months. It says, that it's only six months. So what do you have to say? So we're going to have to modify the Shiloh. You're right. There's not really a sad to say that she would be able, if the boss died and passes a begeres, 12 and a half, 
that she would be bagar bekever and be merged to her son, she can't have a son. So, we're not dealing with what she would do with the money, but the question is, does the father have a right to be teveh the money? Well, if she is a begeres, if she is a begeres, so she would be getting the money. So the father has no tviya. He can't come to Bezin and say, pay me the kanas money. It really belongs to her, and the daughter has died. So there would be upaka'av. Oidilma in bagar bekever v'loi paka'av. Okay, and therefore, um, or do we say that in bagar bekever v'loi paka'av, and therefore the father can still come to Bezin to be tevea the money. Now, ma'am ravashi, bo'elohachi. Now this is, like we said, Abaya said in that, that there is no knas at all. Now we want to know if she becomes a begeres, that's the way we're modifying Shiloh number one. If, if she becomes a begeres, would the father's ability to, to be tevea, to collect the money, be impinged? Or do we say, right, or do we say it's his daughter? Do we say it's still collected or it goes to a daughter? But again, either way, that's only if she becomes a begeres. If, if she never became a begeres, then this, so far what we're up to in the Shiloh, seems like there would be knas, and this would be a direct argument to Abaya. However, he says that this is actually the Shiloh of Rabbah, and this would be within this side of the Shiloh of Rabbah, there is what Abaya said, Rava wasn't sure about. Hachi. By Hachi, Misa is a bagras, ain is a bagras. Does Misa make the bagras? Okay, and therefore the father doesn't get it. And therefore the father doesn't get it, ain is a bagras. Now again, if Misa is Isa bag, if, if Misa is Isa bagras, so then that's why we would say it goes, it goes away from the father. However, if it's ain is a bagras and the father is still available, when she dies, the father can still at that time Bitavea um, the money, and that is why that is according to one sad. Again, a Rava would hold like a baya according to the Shaila the way Marber Ravashi asked it, because if you say that Misa is a bagras, and since she turns into a bagaris and she can't come to Bitavea the money on her own, so then therefore, practically speaking, that sad of the Shaila would agree to baya that a, a girl that dies, if you say Misa is a bagras, so the father can't collect the money. There is no more knas. Okay, or, but again, it was a Shiloh. That was a Shiloh to Rabbah, according to this version. And the Gemara ends with Teku, according to the Shiloh of, of Rabbah, according to Marbar Avashi. Now, let's go back to the Indian, and Tesis really explains how this is going back to the Indian of our Sugi. Let's say, Ma'ana's a regular Nara, and then she decides to get, to get Arison before the money is collected. Okay, so who does the money go to? Does the money go to her father or her? Now, this is jumping back into our uh, Mishnah a little bit. Our Mishnah talked about what happens if he's in this Arsa, and this is Garsha. So Tesha says that this whole Shiloh of the Gemara, does it go to her or her father, is according to the Tzad of Rabbi Akiva. According to the Tzad of Rabbi Akiva, in the Mishnah, that if Nis Arsa and Nis Garsha, that if she did Averson and then got divorced, and then the, the, the anus happened, so... The Mishnah said, according to Rabbi Kiva, it would go to her. According to Rabbi Yisigli, there is none. So over here, now we want to know what happens if the Oynes happened before anything happened, any, any Averson, and then she, there was Averson. So who does the money go to? And what's the Tzad? Says, since she got engaged. So since the Pasuk says that one of the qualifications we said in order to have Knas is if a man is ma'anes, a lady, and she is a besula, nara besula, and ashele rasa. So now maybe since she cannot, maybe she's out of the 
uh, for the Torah's Einstein, she's out of the Rishos of the Father, leaning Knas, because she's no longer in Arusa. So do we say that's enough, she's considered out, and therefore she would get the money? Or do we say no, since the Misa happened before she became an Arusa, the father would get the money of the Knas. It doesn't say you should give it to the Avi, the father of Nara, Asher Le'arasa. No, you give it to Avi Nara. Who cares if there was Arisen done later? At the time, at the time, she met the qualification, so it should be given to Abiyanara. It never said, Okay, so because the Pasuk never spelled out that the money would go to her, so it should still go to the father. Well, guess what? Let's say a man is Ma'anas, a woman, and then she gets married afterwards, so La'atzma, the Knas, goes to her, and that's clear in the Brisa. It doesn't say It doesn't say that it, it doesn't say that it should go to her, and we know that it does go to her. It does so. So it doesn't say it doesn't say that she's not in Nesua, and it goes to her. So too over here, we should say that it should go to her. She accepted. Averson. So the says, no, you can't compare Nisua to Averson. So if we look at it, we're going to say Bagris. You want to know why? Because Bagris takes her out of the father's uh, Rishos in regards to Kenas. Then Nisuin might see in Rishos Av. And Nisuin takes her out of the out of the father's Rishos. Ma Bagris Bala Ubagra Laatma. So by Kenas, if <coughs> the Oynes happened and she became a Bagaris and the money would go to her. So Oynes happened when she was a Nara and then she became a Bagaris and money would go to her. Af Nisuin Bala Benisis Laatma. Okay, so that we're not going to compare Averson to Nesuin. You can't go ahead and say that just because by Averis, by Nesuin, if she gets married after the Oynes, she's going to get the money. So too, if she's after Averson, she's got the money. No, because Nesuin, it has to do with Rishos. And by Nesuin, she's out of the father's Rishos. That's why it goes to her, just like Bagaras. We compare the two. But by Averson, she's not completely out of the father's Rishos. What is, we learn in the Mishnah. We see that when it comes to the Nadarim, that it says Anara Murasa, that Ibala, her father, and the Baal together are made from the Nadarim. And therefore, what we see is Alkapanam, that she's still in the father's Rishos somewhat. And therefore, you cannot ask me from Nisuin. You're right, that if an, um, a woman got, um, if, if, a, if, if, a, if, if a man is Ma'anas, a woman, and then she gets married later, she would get the Knas money, not the father. But by Einstein, since she's not completely out, we see this from made from the Nadarim, she's not completely out of the father's Rishos. Therefore, the um, father would still get the knas money. Now, Zuck the Mishnah, let's move on. Mephata gives, he has to pay three things. And an Oynes has to pay four things. And this is information we already know. Hamafata Noisa Boishas Upagam the Knas. So this is Knas plus Boishas and Pagam. Moisiv Alav Oynes. An Oynes has to add on to that. Because he gives Tsar. Now, Mabin Oynes Lamafata. What is the difference between. Like we just saw, three and four. So we see that an Oynes pays for Tsar, and Mafata does not pay for Tsar. And we'll have to see, um, the Gemara is going to end up coming out because the Tsar of a Mafata is very little. Okay, also. So we're going to get into the Tsar over here. The Oynes gives the money immediately, and the Mafata gives it when she goes out. When she. 
okay, when he divorces her, which we'll have to understand. We don't understand what that means. He can't divorce her. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. That they're not married yet. So what do you mean? The Oynes has to drink out of his own. And the, the way the Rambam Pesham explains, explained it, Atzitz normally means like a flower pot, but here it means is out of his own uh, pot that you put disgusting things in. So it's, it's dirty, right? It's saying like a dirty pot. He has to drink out of his own dirty pot, meaning he made his mess. He's going to have to suffer the consequences. What does that mean? We'll see in a second. And if he wants to divorce the woman, he's able to. Now, what does this mean? So if he was honest, a lady, he made his bed. If she is lame, she's blind, he cannot be honest her and walk away. There is a mitzvah that he has to marry her. Now, however, let's say she is mizana, tachtav, okay? Or let's just say in general, she is some sort of, I know you love of Israel, right? She's some sort of erva, or some sort of mamzeres, let's say. Okay, Eina Rishai. Okay, let's say, yeah, sorry. It's Asr Bakal, so mamzeres. So, Eina Rishai, the Kaim Aizal, the Keeper, Shemar, as Pasuk says, Velisiel, the Isha, Isha Ruuyuloi. It has to mean Isha Ruuyuloi. Okay, that's the only time we're going to enforce that he actually marries. Right? This is different than we had a shita by Knas, that we said our mission of by Knas, you pay the Knas even though it's, it's not an Isha or Ru'uyalai. But here we're talking about marrying her. Okay, we're talking about marrying her. So then everybody holds you and only marry her for it's an Isha Ru'uyalai. Now, in regards to this marrying her, um, the, uh, there is, there is um, a in how to understand this din, the Pasuk says that he has to marry her. Is that begether knas or is it begether a mitzvah? Okay, so actually the, uh, the tour says that it's a knas. This is Lashon of Koinsen. I said that he has to marry her because he was ma'anis her. Um, however, the Chinuch says that it's, he discusses that knas is not noihig bizmanenu because knas, you need a bezin. So therefore, in our times, we would not enforce the knas. However, there is still a mitzvah to marry, if a man is ma'anas a woman, it's a mitzvah to marry her, so we see that it is a mitzvah, and also the Ramam also seems to be mashma, that it's a mitzvah. Okay, so now the Gemara said, let's just discuss with the difference between oynas and mafota is tsar. Do you pay tsar or not? So the Gemara wants to know, what tsar are you paying for? Tsar demai. What tsar is there? Now, Taisus immediately jumps on this and says, well, what do you mean? Everybody knows that there's tsar, gadol, for basula in the first bia. Okay, and that some Tanis even get sick from this. So, like, what, 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 um, what's the Gemara really asking? Tsar demai. What's what kind of tsar is there? So he says that we're talking about the re-answers that like this. You within the Maisabia, there is there is some hana. There's a tavas tashmish for her. Okay, and therefore, and therefore, at that t- at that time, at that time. Um, since there is some hana, the tsar doesn't come until afterwards. And therefore, it's the tsar that comes afterwards, he wants to say that we learned that you're not going to be chai. It's a din that we're going to discuss, chash gufna, right? That tsar that would come afterwards, it would be more like a grama. The tsar is more like a grama, it comes afterwards, and therefore you wouldn't pay for that tsar. So therefore, the Gemara wants to know which tsar would you pay for. So there is tsar, so what tsar do you pay for? You're right, of course there's tsar there. But the tsar of the tashmish itself, since there's some part of it that's hana, Okay, there's a, a discussion in the Achrenim, Bishon and Achrenim, exactly how to understand that, but there's some part of it that, that, 
that, that there's Hana, and therefore, or that the Tsar comes afterwards, therefore you wouldn't pay for that. So Tsar Demai Amaravudishmulavudishmulsa It's a Tsar that you threw her down on the ground. And let's say you put her on a nice bed of silk, Hachanami di Potter, so you should be Potter. There's no Tsar for Chavata. Okay, so Maybe you'll tell me that's not true. That you're going to be potter. There's going to be no tsar in that case. That Rav Shimon that we say Bishimon Rav Shimon that an oynes does not pay tsar. Why? Because she'll get the tsar under her husband anyway. She's going to have that same tsar. And yet the chachamim responded. You can't compare nevelas oynes nevelas beratzin. So we see that. We see that at least the way Rav Shimon seemed to understand it, that it's going to the tzar, that's going to happen, tachas baila. The Chum responded, but the point was, if we're talking about chiva takabakarka, who says that's going to happen, tachas takar, right? Who says that the husband's going to do that? So you can't, okay, so you can't say that the tzar of a besula is that she's going to be thrown on the ground, and that if she was on a bed of silk, you'd be potter. No, it must be something else, because baila wouldn't be it, the, the baila would have no reason to be, Chavat chibot law to throw her on the ground. Okay, so Ella Amrav Nachman Amrav Barvu at Sarshal Pisakoraglaim. That the tsar that we're talking about is the positioning of her legs. It creates, of her legs would create a tsar for her. And that is something that would be true whether whether it's the Baal or or um or, or the Ma'anes, but that is not the Maisabiyah itself. And therefore, what we're saying is that's the Tsar he's going to have to pay for. Even if you find a way to, to potter up the Tsar of the actual Biyah itself, there is this Tsar. We see this idea about Tafaski Okay, we see this idea that um, there is the positioning of the legs that, cre- that, that is a, a part or it is a preparation for the Maisa and that's the Tzar that he's paying for. So he should pay Tzar by Mefuta as well. So why, why don't you pay Tzar by Mefuta? So That's because she's acquiescing to it. It's like a person, person says, tear myself. Tear myself. That is what, like when a Mefuta goes ahead and, and goes along with the Maisa, so it's like she's saying, um, you know, be mitzayar me, karshrayin shali vi potter, vi potter. Meaning, and even though, and Tosis points out, even though she didn't say, <clears throat> even though she didn't actually say it, it's like she said it. Meaning, the hanas bia essentially will potter the will potter. Okay, so that's the idea. She she is meichel the tsar. By being a mafata. So the Gemara says, well, what right does she have to be Michael at Shali? Davuan Ninhu. What do you mean? The rights to her are her father. She, she, the, the daughter is in the possession of the father. So the Gemara says, Elam Rav Nachman, Amram Bavua, Pechashabahan Oimres, Mefuta ain't not tsar. That a mafuta doesn't have tsar. And you want to know why you don't pay tsar for a mafuta? Because well, there is no tsar for a mafuta. In fact, the Gemara, Bachazinan de Isla, what do you mean? We see that even if they acquiesce to the Bia, Lamaisa, there is tsar. Amrabaya, Amrli Aim, you're right, there's a little bit of tsar, but it's just a little bit. It's like hot water on a bald head. Rabba Amr, Amrli Basra Chista. So he said that. Abaye was really a stepmother, and so too, Rabba Amr, Amrli Basra Chista, the daughter of Chista, also said 
Kirivda de Kuslisa. That what is the tsar? Again, it's idea of showing that it's a very little amount of tsar. It's like the, the blood letters needle. Or Papa Bas Abba Sura Kinahama Kushi Bechinchi. It's like a hard bread scratches the palate. Again, so we're talking about it's a minimal amount of tsar. And actually, the uh, Rashba points out that it's Pachos Mishaba Pruta, and that's why you wouldn't pay it. Okay, so on this side of the world, we're saying there's a little tiny bit of tsar. Okay, and that's why originally we were trying to say it was Begeder that she's Michael it. Okay, there is Tsar, but she's Meichelet. Um, and the Gemara asks that she, what right she has to be Meichelet? Her rights belong to her father. Okay, that the money of the Tsar would go to the father. Okay, since the father has the ability to give her to whoever he wants, so, she, so he would get the money of the Tsar because that's part, inclusive of the rights that the father has. But now we're answering that there's so little Tsar that there's nothing to pay for. Now, let's just go weiter in... The mission, the mission said, that the anus gives the money. Okay, now it's important to understand when we talk about the kesef knas here, really the kesef knas stands in for the kesef suba. So what we're saying is, you give the knas miyad. So you give it when he divorces her. What do you mean? Ishtahi, they never got married. So I'm Rabbi, what are we talking about in the Mishnah? So what we're saying is, is that that once the Aynas happens, the father can be Teveya, the money for the Aynas immediately, whether they get married or not. Okay? However, when it comes to Mefuta, so we see if she opts out. We know that a Mefuta can say, you know, both of them can say, I'm not going to get married. But the point is, is the Mefuta says, I don't want to get married, then he has to give the money right away. But if, if, she wants to marry him, then that turns into her kesef suba. And the Rambam actually points this out. He says that uh, you wouldn't give the ma'is mafuta. So what we're saying is, it's only the ma'is mafuta is only as if So what does mean? If she opts out, then she gets the money. But if she decides to stay married, the money turns into her ksuba money. However, contrast that with 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 einus, that an einus, that after the Maisa Oynes, he has to pay immediately. Now, Okay, so we see this idea in the Brysa, that as soon as she opts out, that's, the Bafata decides she doesn't want to get married, that's when he has to pay the money. So we see again, it's on the opt-out, she has to, that the, that the, the, the that <clears throat> the father can claim the money. By the way, the Bishas Begam is given even if she's even if she acquiesces to the marriage, Bishas Begam would be would be given immediately. <clears throat> now a separate din. Who can in regards to this din of opting out? So we know that when it comes to Einsin, that the he doesn't have a choice. If that if if she wants to, and both of them, right? Einsin doesn't have a choice. Mafata, he has a choice. But Einis, again, either one, she can opt out, but by Einstein, he has to marry her. It's, it's a mitzvah. We can discuss whether it's a mitzvah or a knas, like we, like we said, but he has to marry her, and he can't divorce her. By Mefateh, he doesn't have to marry her. If he doesn't marry her, then he has to pay the knas. Now, but either one, there could be an opt-out. She doesn't have to go along with it. So who? So who can opt out? Either her or her father can opt out. By either Einus or Mefata. Now, let's try to just understand where we see this from the Pesukah. <clears throat> it says that if her father refuses 
to give her to this man, Ainli Elo Aviha. That's only her father. He atzma minayin. Where do we know that she can opt out? Tamadamar yima ein mikol makom. So that's clear that she can opt out. Yimayin yimayin means yimayin avia means avia or her. So by mefuta we see either her or her father can opt out. Elo einis bishlama ihik sevelisia. It says velisia liisha midaita. So any velisia, if it's kedushin, kedushin also always has to be done midaita. Okay, we see it takes on a, a an idea of Alicia Midaita, So where do we see that the father can opt out of the marriage by an Anusa? So why? Because the father has control over her. He can decide who she marries. So we, we want to put in a situation where let's say the guy wants to marry her, he's ma'anis her. The husband, refu- the father refused to give her daughter to this guy, and now he's ma'anis her, and she doesn't opt out. So we see that we can end up messing over the father. It's chayti niskar. He can get something out of this ma'isa oinis that he's gaining that he wouldn't have gotten um, otherwise because the father wouldn't have gone along with it. Rava Amar, Kabbal Chaymer. Now it's a Kabbal Chaymer. You don't learn it from chayti niskar, but rather it's Kabbal Chaymer. Ma'amafata shaloy avar al-das, el al-das aviha mafata. All she did was she did something her father didn't want, but she went along with it. Bilvad, bain he, and yet bain he, bain he, yichel al-akev. So she has the ability to opt out and her father has the ability to opt out. Oynes, which is much more severe, shavar al-das aviha, al-das atzma, that she violated not only, Oynes, he violated, okay, not only uh, the the father, not only the father, but also her. So it's a more severe situation. So for sure, like Kol Shikane, that the father should be able to opt out. Now, Rav Lamer Kabaya, why didn't Rav say Chayte Nisker? Kivin the Kamashalim, Kana Slav Chayte Nisker. You can't say it's Chayte Nisker. He's going to have to pay anyways. He's going to have to pay Oynes. So you can't say that it's a Chayte Nisker that he's going to go ahead and do this to get women that the the. Having to pay the knas is enough of the deterrent. Why didn't Abayah say like Rava? Mefata. When we talk about Mefata, so maybe we could depend on um, on who can on who can hold back. So by Mefata, since the the guy, the guy who was the Mefuta, the guy who was boil her. So since he has the ability. To be ma'akid, he can say, I don't want to marry her and just pay the kanas of the anami matzim ma'akid. So therefore, that's when the father, because by Mephuta we said, that she or her father can opt out. So maybe since the men in this situation, since one man in this situation, the Hainu, the Baal can opt out, so too the father can opt out. But by the Oynes, if a guy is Ma'anas, a girl, he cannot opt out. So therefore, I'll be not And that's the way to learn this. Um, and that's the way to learn this. And I just want to be, right, so again, we have a Machlikis over here. What the reason, how do we know that, um, how do we know that by the father can opt her out of the marriage and say she's not she's not doing it. Her is clear in the Pasuk, either it's like Abaya or Rava, who learned it as a Kavachimer from Mafuta. Now, Tanya Idach, one other Bryce over here, and again, going back to what this payment is, like we said, the money is money of Knas is Ksuba money. By Emafat, by Emafuta, if she opts out, it gets paid as soon as she opts out. If she doesn't opt, opt out, then it turns into her ksuba. So she may never get paid, right? Ksuba only gets paid if the husband dies first, okay? Or if it divorces her. So if he doesn't die first or divorce her, so the ksuba could be that the money, of the knas money turns into ksuba and it never gets paid. So again, the knas money by oinus is also ksuba money, but 
It has to be paid immediately. We don't wait to see if she opts out. Even if she, uh, even if she opts into the marriage, it gets paid at the beginning of the marriage. And therefore, what we're saying is, Therefore, if he divorces her, because he already paid the knas money, is a he already paid the ksuba at the beginning of the marriage. So, right, so, so, in love, klum, kisha yaitzi. So, the says, what do you mean, kisha yaitzi, if he decides to divorce her? Mimatsi mapik la. Okay, he can't divorce her. We already said, it's veloisi leisha. He's not allowed to divorce her. So, the says, aim of kisha teitze, he, ain la, alav klum. If she, she can decide, she can ask for a get later and get out. So, therefore, what we're saying is, is again, there's no ksuba because the ksuba was already paid at the time of the oinus. Mace, let's say he dies. Yatsa kesef kinasa b'ksubasa. Again, this idea that there's no, there is no ksuba because the kesef of the kinas is the money of the ksuba, just paid in advance. Still ksuba mana. That even though you pay the money, let's say she decides she opts into the marriage, she says, you know what, I'm going to marry my attacker, right, the, the maanes. So. At the time of the condition, he pays the kinas money, which is like we said, ksuba money to the father. Says. He still has to give her a ksuba like a ba'ula. He still has to give her a ksuba of a hundred. The Rabbanon held there is no ksuba, and Rabbi Yesi Rabbi holds there is a ksuba. So what's the machlekes? Rabbanon said every time it might take in Rabbanon ksuba The whole reason why we have a ksuba is because we don't want it to be easy for him to divorce her. We want to put a roadblock in that's going to cost him if he divorces her. Now, Tesis points out that this is ksuba. Tesis holds that ksuba for a, a besula is daraisa. This is only for a bu'ula, so we put this in to make sure it's not kalbein of lotsia that isn't divorce her. And guess what? Over here, there's an iser. So we don't need that deterrent. That's what the Rabbanon is saying. Therefore, no reason to have no reason to, to have a ksuba over here. Again, the ikr ksuba is paid the knas money at the time of Aynas before she opts into the marriage. So now when she actually decides to go through with it, you don't need a ksuba at all because the whole purpose of ksuba to a bu'ula is, is to make sure he's not going to divorce her. And here is an isra terror. He's not allowed to divorce her. Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yehuda, Savarla, Savar, Hanami, Matima, Abed, Matzarla. So yeah, you know why you have to have a ksuba? Because we don't want him to drive her nuts. And then she'll ask for it. Again, we want a deterrent for him to torture her, to drive her crazy in the marriage. And she could always opt out and she could say, you know what, I want a divorce now. There's no iser. And therefore, he holds, that's the machlekes that Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Yehuda holds, that there has to be a ksuba for ba'ula of $100 so that there is a deterrent to make sure that, she, that, that he doesn't drive her crazy and therefore she'll ask for the get.